Welcome to another episode of Hold My Interest. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kirthana. I am one of your co-hosts, Eric. And I'm one of your co-hosts, Claire. This is a podcast where we watch pilot episodes of different TV shows and then come back and review the pilot, recap it, and do some segments that provide some more insight into the characters, the lines, and us as people in relation to the pilots we watch. And then we rate every single pilot that we've ever seen. And yeah, that's our show. We start with a little check-in. So we do our highs and lows for the week. Claire? Well, it's interesting that you might ask me because I did prepare. (laughs) So, okay. So my low is that I just want to say to all the people who are frequenting businesses in this time... I'm going to need y'all to take a chill pill and take a step back because this week I experienced a lot of just like rude customer okay, I was like, at my job. I was like, where are you going with this? No, I was like, I was like, what is going on? I just think like, you know, we're all having a bad time. Just don't take it out on the service industry workers. Like, yeah, don't be sure. mean. And then I won't have to yell at you. Um, I have two highs. One of mm-hmm. them is that I feel finally finished watching love on netflix which i've literally been watching since it premiered in 2016 and the finale one of my favorite pieces of television i've ever seen i feel like i said that about every show (laughs) i'm like the finale was a masterpiece but it really it really did hit home and i was like whoa this is one of my one of my favorite shows would recommend to any of the listeners if you haven't seen and then my other high is that today in honor of taylor swift's re-release i took a little walk around the neighborhood and put on Fearless Platinum Edition. And I'm not that familiar with the bonus tracks on that album, or in general, like any of her bonus tracks, because I'm a fake Swifty. But I have to say, I was getting my life to some of those bonus tracks, including Untouchable, Superstar, The Other Side of the mm-hmm. Door. Mm-hmm. And that was what she won her first Grammy for, for Album of the Year, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Wow. So I'm just like, I don't know, I'm just in awe of her power always, and I'm excited to experience her new version of fearless yeah eric eric what is your low um my low (laughs) 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 i forgot i forgot and now i remembered i love when this happened has happened in a previous episode too where when we start like laughing because we know what the other person's low is before they say anything (laughs) (laughs) So my low is that I ordered a dresser to assemble. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad I saved this for the pod. <laughs> oh, no. My low is that I ordered a dresser from Target to assemble. Um, and I experienced a problem with assembling my dresser where that I was sorting through all the pieces and I led myself to believe that the box that I ordered or like just the box that contained the dresser was missing five pieces. I really led myself down the path that I you, was missing five pieces. You texted us a picture. I texted a picture to Claire and Kirsten and I was like, <laughs> I need four of this piece and one of oh, this no. piece. Oh, no. And then I was just like, well, I guess I got to move on. <laughs> I open up the packaging mm. and it just turns out like, the pieces were like stuck together and I just had to peel them off and I had all 10 pieces that I needed. Oh my god. I was like, I really I like this dresser took me all day because I was like procrastinating doing it because I thought I had so many pieces that were missing. Mm. And so that's why I took 24 I took like all day yesterday to build this dresser. And it was (laughs) such a I'm glad you had all the pieces. I know, I was like, really nervous. <laughs> also, when Eric Eric texted us, not saying, guys, that he missed, like, he was missing screws or, like, <laughs> something. He said that he was missing pieces of wood for this dresser. <laughs> like, six of them. <laughs> they were, and like, sides like, of a drawer. <laughs> and I was like, literally, how does that happen? Like, I was like, how? And I was like, wow. I, I ha- Once I, like, made the realization that I wasn't missing anything, I really was like, I'm the dumbest bitch <laughs> to exist. Um, and then my high, my high, ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll. <laughs> you want to know what my high is? Mm-hmm. Hey, Epperie Siders. Gossip girl here. 
<laughs> Gossip Girl spotted in New York City, her new town where she lives. Yes, listeners, I moved to New York City. And that's my ah! high. It's kind of amazing. I love it. Welcome so, yeah, to listeners. New York. It's been waiting for you. <laughs> Kirtana, what's your high? Kirtana, high and low. <laughs> so my high is, or I'll start with my low. Um, my low is that it is literally going to be a low of one degree in Austin, Texas. Um, and I'm not okay with that. I <laughs> personally feel like I live in Texas so that I don't have to deal with this. And I just don't appreciate that um, my car was frozen shut this morning. Um, <laughs> that just seems rude to me. Um, oh, and then my other low is that my like desk had an HVAC like thing burst over it at work. And so my desk, like my oh, desk yeah. was the only one that flooded on top of it. So I was just like, and it just sucked because I like, had a bunch of personal things on my desk because I worked at that office for three years and like all of those things are gone. Um, but it's just stuff. And luckily, like I wasn't at my desk when it happened. So like, I'm okay. Oh my God, it's gee. all just stuff and it's fine. But it was just, it's just frustrating because yeah. I think every day of like a new thing that I lost. Um, yeah. But it's fine. Um, my high, I have so many highs. My one of my highs is that Olivia Rodrigo went live on Jimmy Fallon and sang Driver's License, and it was beautiful. It was. Um, did you see um, Sabrina Carpenter's performance on? Um, oh, what was that? James Corden. No, no. and I'm. I feel so and bad I for won't. her. He like James he, Corden. James Corden like interviews her, and he's like, <laughs> "So your song's kind of controversial." And is like trying oh. to get her to say this. He's she like, and so she... your song's kind of controversial, right? <laughs> <laughs> I recommend watching that interview. Sorry to do I actually will. Just... I love watching her curb any question regarding the drama. Yeah. She expertly is like, so actually it's about, and I'm like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we all know what it's about. Um, mm-hmm. My other high is that I did buy Olivia Rodrigo merch and it came in today. Um, <gasps> the t-shirt. So oh, exciting. I thought you I was like, did you get that tissue box? That you <laughs> no. <laughs> I want it though. <laughs> um, um and yeah, those are my two highs that are Olivia Rodrigo uh related. And then um <laughs> Eric and Claire will just be happy to say I will say another high is that I used to be hardcore Swifty Nation. Claire was on the phone with me last night and I was like talking about unreleased tracks like from like literally her self-titled days and Claire was like wait what is this song and I was like I know no, I, was I, was... <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was hardcore Swifty Nation um hardcore I, think... Swifty. <laughs> I think that the problem with Reputation and Lover is that I didn't like the the singles that were released from those albums and oh, yeah. I didn't give the albums a chance yeah. So that was why I stopped after Red I, or 1989, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I like had given up on Taylor, but I'm back. I'm in. I literally wake up. I listen to Taylor Swift. I go to bed. Mm. List, like, well, I go to bed watching TV, but prior to that, I'm listening to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. She's going to be your number one artist this year. She's for sure going to be my number one artist. It's insane. I think I'm she interested will be for me see... as well. Yeah, I'm interested to see what my number one song is of hers, especially after the re-release has happened for Fearless and like. True. When the re-release happens for Speak Now, I swear to God, I'm gonna lose my mind. Oh my mind. god! Like <laughs> Fearless and Speak Now, like Fearless might be my favorite album of hers. It might be. Recently, yeah. Reputation has been really growing on me, like to the point where I'm like, this is a masterpiece. As well yeah. as Folklore is obviously iconic, mm, but then Speak timeless. Now is like. Amazing. That's the tour I went to. That's yeah, like, Speak Now is just like... That was me peak different. Swifty before yeah. the misogyny told me not to be a fan of her for a few yeah. years. So. Also, like, I did a cardio and ab workout today to Reputation Claire, and I thought of you. <gasps> That's a good album um, to work out to. Yeah, it was really, really good. There's a couple songs that I couldn't really get into the vibes with. Um, mm. Obviously, like, New Year's Day... <laughs> yeah, uh, wasn't gonna do it too. That's a good song. Um, wow. But and Eric, I thought of you when King of My Heart played. Um, oh, and the you are the one. <laughs> of my heart. That's a little that update on so... this segment. Oh, gee, wait, can I change my journey. high? 
my highest that my highest that Kirsten texted me and was like, I think of you when I listen to these Taylor Swift songs. She sent me that text the other day and it really brightened my day. (laughs) I'm glad that it brightened my day. I do have a a very good memory. So it's like funny because the songs that I like sent Eric were just like sometimes like Eric just like would like sing little lyrics and I didn't even really know what song they were from Taylor Swift or anything. But like he was like like Claire when we were going to that picnic with Sadie Mm -hmm. And Claire's and Eric started singing. He was like, "Green is the color." And so, "Green like, is the color of the grass where I used to weed." I'm glad that's the song that you associate me with. Yeah, and so see you tomorrow. It's cute because the first time I was listening to those songs, I was like, I the, when I listened to them, they and I got to the lyrics that Eric would sing around me. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, mm. this is the song Eric sang that one time. So, oh, cute. cute. Well, guys, we don't mean for this to be. Um, a Taylor Swift podcast. <laughs> but it's fine. Um, okay, those were our highs and lows. So now we are going to do the recap, but I'm going to read the stars. I don't show. know if we said, did we read? We didn't say what we, we did. We didn't say what show we're doing. We Every freaking episode okay, I do this. Can I say it? Can I say it? <laughs> yeah. Claire. This week's episode is... The critically acclaimed, that's not true. Is it critically acclaimed? It's not critically acclaimed. It's not critically acclaimed. But in my heart it is. Sweet Bitter. Based on the book, the best-selling novel by Stephanie Dandler. And now Kirsten will read the description, the official description of the show. Yes. A new life. Oh my god, I'm illiterate. A new life awaits 22-year-old Tess when she arrives friendless in New York City and lacking any specific ambitions beyond finding a job. Her charm and observational nature lead to an invitation to train at one of the city's best restaurants. She thinks it's a temporary place to work, or place to wait for her life's big break, but Tess is quickly intoxicated by the people she meets. And by the chaotic world behind the scenes, tasting expensive wine, exploring dive bars, learning whom to trust. Her co-workers become her family, and through them she finds a sense of belonging that she has never encountered before. This is the tag never. for the is this the tag for the first episode? Because I just feel the like show some... in general. Oh okay. no, it's just the show. <laughs> I was like, some of these things don't happen in the first episode. <laughs> You're like, that episode was twenty eight minutes long. It could not have included all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing the recap? Oh yes, but really quickly. Um, before that, because I'm a dum-dum and I forgot to say this, um, please leave us a rating mm. or review on Apple Podcasts. If mm. you leave us a um, review, we will shout you out in a future episode and uh, do an acrostic poem of your name. And we really, really, really appreciate it. And we love everybody who does. And also currently right now, if you want a sticker of our logo, just DM the pod. Um, our Twitter is at hold interest and our instagram is at hold underscore my underscore interest and uh we will send you a free sticker uh shout out to alex guillen yeah for our uh cover art i don't know if we've like mentioned it on the pod but she is a great local artist and she does commissions from time to time so uh we really appreciate hit her her. up hit her up up. and she valentine's day is over now but she does do cards (laughs) for holidays so thank god um, (laughs) yeah Uh, hit her up, like hit up her Etsy shop if you are ever looking for cards around the holiday season because she does some really cute hand drawn ones. Who are we? Who are we doing an acrostic poem for today? Um, technically, I think we're doing it for Mirage. Slack. Ooh. Their name so, on Apple Podcasts is student at UT. UT, yeah. <laughs> um, so oh. I was literally like, "This is Mirage." So Mirage, um, you can stick around to the end, and we'll do your acrostic poem. Okay, now we're going to say if we've... Oh, we're supposed to do fun facts about the show, but I don't know any. I have zero. Fun facts it's about canceled. the show. It's it was canceled book. after its second season. It's, it's based, based, on, based a on a book. And Stephanie Dandler, the writer of the book, was actually one of the main writers and creators of the show, which is really cool. That is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And also a fun fact is that that's all the fun facts i have thank you claire (laughs) i'm looking at the trivia on um 
IMDb, and the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the two-factor has officially been canceled, and there will be no third season. <laughs> the second one is the series is based on one of Danny Meyer's original restaurants, Union Square Cafe. So, yeah, Eric, you should yeah. go. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's based on the restaurant that Stephanie Dandler worked at when she was in New York. Also, yeah, after I watched the show, I guess we can just jump into our relationship with the show. But yeah, so that was I, the next section. <laughs> see, look at that segue. So I came to the show because I don't really know why, but I feel like Sweet Bitter when it came out, like in I think it came out in like 2018, 2019. It was just everywhere. And I saw like the cover of the book everywhere. It's like a shattered wine glass. It's pink. And I just feel like I knew about it. And I knew it was something I wanted to read because like everyone was talking about it. And then I decided to watch the show last year because I'd heard like, I didn't hear anything amazing about the show, but it's about the service industry. And if there's one thing I like to do, it's romanticize the service industry (laughs) and then absolutely despise working in it when I clock in for my shifts. So (laughs) I like watched it, just binged it last year and really, really loved the show. It was really sad that it got canceled. And then I ended up reading the book, loved the book, and then I I read her second book, which is a memoir called Stray, which I highly, highly recommend if you like to read. It's one of my favorite books of all time. So I just, I think it's really fun and, and really, it's an interesting narrative that I feel like we don't see a lot of, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eric and I's history with the show is that we haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen the show, but I just looked it up and the restaurant is 17 minutes. It's a 17 minute walk from my apartment. So I will be walking by it tomorrow. Oh okay. my God, Perfect. please take pictures. <laughs> yeah. Please take pictures. Eric's like, wow, I live in New York. <laughs> I walk in tomorrow and hand them a resume. <laughs> please, oh my God. Like, I was, <laughs> when you were watching, I was like, Eric, I need you to get bangs because the main character has bangs. And literally just go to restaurants like this and hand in your resume and be like, I'm young and impressionable. Okay, Claire, you know what it sounds like you're doing? It sounds like you're recapping. So let's put a timer on that clock and let's Wait, aren't you gonna aren't you all gonna do your your oh wait, you already did it. I forced him to watch this. Okay, I'm yeah, ready. I'm my ready. history is that Claire yelled at us every week to do this episode. <laughs> And aren't you glad? I guarantee you everyone's going to be like, what is this show? Like, what are no they doing yeah. this week? Like, low-key, like, not in a bad way, but, like, watch this be our, like, least listened to show. No, <laughs> I'm sure it will be. But honestly, I have to say, if you're looking for a quick, enjoyable watch, Sweet Bitter is the one for you. Okay. Yeah. It is okay. It is a thir- It is a half hour, so... Um, it's half hour. There's only 12 episodes. There's some crazy characters. It's kind of fun, though. It's fun. It's fun. It's, definitely, it's very self-aware, I think. The fact yeah. that the the bio of it says chaotic, it's like, that is fair. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and once you get to know, like, once she becomes more ingrained in the restaurant, like, all those people who are being mean to her actually become, like, fully-fledged characters that are really fun. Yeah. That's so awesome. that's why I was laughing, because I was like, wow, they were so mean to her at the beginning, but, like, they become her best friends. Yeah. Aww. Okay, yeah, Claire, I have a minute on the clock whenever you're ready. Okay. So the main character, I believe her name is Tess, question mark, Mm -hmm. drives... Oh, that's the other thing. She's not named until, like, I was going to say, did I know that? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's the whole thing. Because in the book, she's not named until she gets her... um, Until she passes her trails, which is, like, the training Uh... period. So, yeah, anyways. Is your time still going? (laughs) (laughs) You've got 40 seconds. (laughs) Okay, so Tess, she's like, I can't stay in Ohio. Drives to New York. The lady's like, it's $7 to get in. She's like, really? And she's like, yeah, I work at the tolls. She pays $7, Mm -hmm. she gets to New York. She knows no one. She picks up the key. She goes to this shitty apartment that her friend has. She's like, whoa, New York is crazy. She goes from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant, passing her resume. Everyone's like, lol, you crazy girly. She shows up at this really fancy restaurant called, I think, W22. And there's this man called Howard. And everyone's like, you're here to see Howard? She's like, yes. 
they talk for a bit he's like are you reading anything she's like no he's like do you know anything about wine she's like haha no and then she gets the job crazy she shows up for work everyone's like there's food there's cooking we're running around That's it's time. hot this is a bus tub and you can't do anything right she doesn't do the salt shakers in time she sits at the table with the old lady she falls in love with a boy a sexy boy with a bike who feeds her oysters and beer and she's like this tastes like salt which also happens to be the title of the pilot episode at the end she's like whoa and then the episode ends. actually not and she wrong. meets this woman simone who's like really she's like the you know the server at the restaurant who's like really good at her job and she wears red lipstick and she like aspires to be like her because she has all her shit together nice that was good good recap yeah. um i was like trying to figure out where i knew simone from the whole time i was watching the episode she's Mm -hmm. the she's like the love interest for dr sam in new girl like later Mm. that like his like long lost love that comes the podiatrist or whatever that's like a deep cut from my brain that's deep cut yeah she's great she's so good in this show like i have to say she's, she's my favorite part She's like perfect for that role. Like she's so it's like it's it's weird because the thing I do like about this show is like a lot of the characters are very very complex in a way that's like you think they're good or you think they're bad and then like they do something so fucking evil or like really sweet and you're like what are they? And mm-hmm. she's like the perfect character where like you're not really sure if she's taking tests like under her wing and like mentoring her or if she's trying to stab her in the back like the whole time. Yeah. It's it's such an interesting character. Um, so would we watch the show based on the pilot? Well, I would, obviously. Yeah, because Claire did. Um, I'm going to be honest, honest, because this, this pod is about honesty. No, you should be honesty. honest. I think, I think that if I was just watching the show, like, didn't know anybody who knew it, <laughs> Claire, stop. <laughs> Claire, how do you feel? Claire, are you actually going to kill her right now? <laughs> the way that Kirthana is like, I'll watch anything except Sweet Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. but you're not wrong, though. So that's so, that's so true. <laughs> no, but I understand. I understand. It's, it's, it's an interesting show. Yeah. It's not everyone's taste. It's not because I, like, dislike the premise. It's just that it is very, like, zany and wild. So it's like, I think that if I... If I was just, like, watching this and I had to wait, like, a week for the next episode, I probably wouldn't wait but that week. Like, it's all there I for would, you. Yeah, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I'm saying if this was a normal pilot. All pie right, there, Queen. <laughs> by Queen, the next you have week. my login. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, I actually have to agree with you, Kirtha. If I was watching Thank this you. week by week and all I saw was this pilot, because truly rewatching the pilot, I was like, why did I keep watching this show? Um, was yeah. I just that depressed when I moved to L.A.? Probably. <laughs> um so i think if i had just seen the pilot it it doesn't give you a lot of information and like yeah. i was saying like these characters later you don't on even know her really name <laughs> yeah, you, yeah you really don't know her name it's kind of crazy no because when i was reading the like bio of the show literally as i was reading it i was like did i know her name was tess because i really don't think i know no like <laughs> sasha the bald guy calls her baby monster like that's his nickname yeah for her, and like Everyone calls her, like, kid or girl because, like, yeah. she's not, like, she hasn't earned her stripes yet, so. Yeah. So, I'm not saying that, like, it's a bad pilot by any means. Like, I'm just saying that um, oh, yeah. the the pilot didn't necessarily have anything that super hooked me in. Um, yeah. But I think that's the virtue of it being a half hour that's not a huge comedy, you know? Yeah, it's very interesting tonally. It's kind of a yeah. dark dramedy i would say like, yeah like there are definitely funny parts of it because i think the show is self-aware like Claire, yeah. how you yeah. said like because it's so dramatic and like, yeah it's so he's like here's the cold line here's the hot line there's a dead pig in that fridge here's pastry i'm like dude you need to slow down like, i like literally was like this show's insane but again it's not that isn't me saying like this is a trash pilot it's just like i think that yeah. if i were to watch this and then someone and like be like, oh, a brand new show premiered. By the time the next episode premiered in a week, I probably would have forgotten about it. Right. But it being there and Claire vouching for it is enough reason for me to continue to watch it. But I'm just saying for the purposes of the pod, true honesty, I probably wouldn't have watched it based on the pod. But Claire kind I, of agrees. I so, feel yeah. like, Kirithana, is this your first time saying you wouldn't watch a series? Like I said I wouldn't watch Grey's Anatomy. 
Oh, but Whoa. you did. Girl, you did, though. Kira's not coming in with the hot takes. You did watch it, though. The way she was like, I would not watch this based on the pilot, and she's, like, caught up in season she's 65. Completely, she's part of a group of people that is, like, so small. It is so small. Yeah. The amount of people if who are caught up. If you're caught up on Grey's Anatomy, you deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. Like, I'm not even joking. I will forever be dragged for that take. That's so funny. I... <laughs> That, that, I forgot about that. Thank you for bringing that. <laughs> no, I knew as soon as I said I wasn't going to watch it, Eric was about to be like, I knew that Eric was going to ask me if I had said it before. And I was like, I know I said it for Grey's Anatomy. Mm. And I'm trying to think on if I said it for Sabrina or not. But I think I said I would. Well, you watch Sabrina. <laughs> yeah. You're watching it right now, aren't you? Are you Sometimes done? Sometimes we lie. I took a break. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, Claire, and that was when I lied. <laughs> That's the first time I lied. <laughs> um, Eric, would you watch the show based on the pilot? Not to steal One... Kirthana's job there, but... <laughs> 100% yes, I will yeah! be watching the show. I will. I connected. I just, I as someone who has been in the service industry for... Oof, say it Say it with me, three yeah. years. And who Oof. doesn't ever want to go back, but will probably have to. I'm like, yes. <laughs> but like, is applying to the job. <laughs> I will have to go back. <laughs> the service industry is like, okay, I feel like when I first started watching this, I was texting you, Eric, and I was like, why am I like romanticizing the service industry after I just left a job in the service industry that I was so glad to be done with? Yeah, oh, yeah. And now I'm like working in it again, and I'm like... I have work tomorrow and I'm I'm like watching the show like wow I'm like going to work tomorrow like <laughs> in the service industry to serve guests and then like tomorrow at 6 a.m. when my alarm goes off I'm gonna be like fuck this shit <laughs> I want to say like one of the craziest parts to me of this episode was truly like I know it's small but just like whenever she gets blood on her shirt and then she changes into another shirt Mm. but she doesn't just like wear it normally she like ties it and is like rolling up the sleeves and it's like girl i know you see the environment in which you are working and i don't know what she's like let me make it cute i'm like i don't know why you think this is what it will get you through the trials like i feel like they really made it a big deal that she bites her nails they were she's like i know she and i was like her shirt and they're like oh she bites her nails and it's like yeah, that's like, not weird you <laughs> i bite my nails all the time and like you don't draw that much blood also she was like dripping blood i'm concerned for her yeah, health she, it's she like that's what happens <laughs> i'm like genuinely concerned for her if she bleeds yeah that, that kind of came out of nowhere okay Oh my god, Bug. Claire's, Bug is like, uh, Claire's cat here. is like trying to record, guys. So. The, our special guest, Bug, weighing in on the <laughs> service industry. <laughs> Please tie the episode with special guest Bug. <laughs> special guest Bug. Eat. Um, speaking of guests and people we love, MVP of the show. I the, the hard thing is no one's fucking named except for I Simone know. and no one Howard. Literally. Like, no <laughs> Um, my MVP is the girl who later becomes a bigger character, but the girl with the curly hair who, when Tess first gets to the restaurant, is like, are you here to see Howard? And is, like, so crazy. Okay. <laughs> They're like, we don't know who that is. Literally, no, I just, like... No one's named. It's just so Yeah, hard. do you know her name, Claire? Uh, her name is, like, Becky. She becomes, like, a big character. Oh, I, I, I want to say I'm a... looking at the IMDb and the main characters are Tess, Jake, Will, Ariel, Heather, Sasha, Howard, Scott, Simone, Nikki, Santos, Manny, Line Cook. There's Becky. Line Cook. <laughs> it's Becky. Becky. It's Becky. Becky doesn't come until like so far down. Well, she has a big plot point. She's not like a main character per se, but she has an important plot point. Oh. But like, I just she's love after Line Cook. <laughs> no, I just love that. Like Tess was like looking around the restaurant. She's like where do I go? And Becky's like, are you here to see Howard? It just like, it already infused the situation with so much like melodrama. Okay, Becky's gorgeous. Me. Yeah, she's really stunning. <laughs> Becky yeah. is like stunning. I'm looking at her IMDb picture. Guys, look up Becky. She's gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> just look up Katarina. Becky. Nothing else. <laughs> Becky. Katarina Tannenbaum. Gorgeous. Becky with the good hair. Yeah. Becky As Beyonce said. Um... I literally do not know who my fucking MVP yeah, is. Um, my MVP 
is gonna be Sasha, I guess, because he's chaotic. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like him. Sasha is a great character. Sasha's crying. I can see that. I can see that. Okay, and Sasha's gay, he... right? Yeah. Yeah. They they alluded to him being gay when he was talking to a man and he was biting a carrot. And I was like, God. <laughs> <laughs> that was alluding to him being gay? Yeah, because he's like smiling at the guy and then he's like biting into a carrot. He's, and I was like, okay, this is a gay man. Eric's can, like, I... that's my move. <laughs> no, it's not. I smile at them and then bite into a carrot. I bite into a carrot. Eric, who's your MVP? <laughs> my MVP is Simone, 100%. Of course. <laughs> The Howard is like showing off a bottle of wine to all of the servers, and all the servers are like shitting on it. They're like, "This tastes like garbage. This tastes like trash." And then Simone just comes in and is like, "It's perfect." And then she delivers a whole monologue about this a bottle of wine. Crazy monologue. A crazy monologue. Such a funny moment in the whole that show. That was literally psychotic. Oh. She's like, "It's olives, oak." 2003 i'm like she's what like, is going she's on? like this year was hard because the rain interrupted the harvest and you could really taste the rain through that and i'm like what is going on with you psycho <laughs> like, and like, she has like a stunning red lip like hair down moment. red lip i'm like this girl is a we're gonna have to watch her also you know? like everyone else is like dr- finished their wine and she still has like basically the whole cup left. she has not sipped <laughs> it at all and it's like you took one sip literally placed every which i guess is like what a sommelier is supposed to do i guess but like mm-hmm. she's just like with everybody else and is doing this and it's like yeah okay. that's funny um but anyway um lvp of the episode <laughs> um my lvp is gonna be jake which both of you don't know who that is but no. um he's the guy <laughs> is he her Actually, love interest she... Should I do... See, I can't remember this guy's name. Name the main characters for me again. Tess. Tess, Jake, Will, Ariel, Heather, Sasha, Okay, okay, Howard. okay. I want to say Will, which was her trainer, but I'm not going to say that yet. My LVP mm. is Jake because... And that's the guy who fed her oysters. Yeah. Because immediately it's like we know from the way they frame him that, like, she's obsessed with him. She'll do anything to get with him. Like, it's mm-hmm. so clear. And she's, like, having a moment in backstock and is, like, she's, like, I just need a moment to breathe, blah, blah. And he just has this, like, crazy energy up front. He's, like, take take a breath, then follow me. Yeah, he's also my LVP. Um... And I'm just, like, dude, you could just say, like, hey, it's gonna be okay. Or, like, hey, I'm Jake, nice to meet you. You're gonna do great. Yeah. Not, like... Even- Come with me to the fridge and I'll I'll feed you a fresh shucked oyster. <laughs> yeah. He's my LVP also for the fact that he shows up late. <laughs> oh yeah. Carrying a bike in the yeah. restaurant. He shows up late and he's like, it's a suggested start time. And I'm like, yeah. no, it's not. Like, what does that mean? I'm like I'm like, this is a restaurant, that's not how it works. <laughs> like I'm like, like it's it's literally not, but <laughs> I guess go off. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, maybe he has like a backstory that like explain maybe he's like a oh, father. I don't know. He like, has I'm... a backstory, let me tell you <laughs> oh. that. I also don't think he's that attractive, so I think I'm not interested in him. Oh, I, I disagree. I think in the you first episode you... you first off see like two frames of him, but I don't think he's super attractive in the pilot. There's a close up of his face and I was like, you know, I don't think he's that cute. Yeah, me too. I think he's cute. Wow, look at me and Eric being on the same side for once. Point it for once, for once, listeners. <laughs> in terms of a, in terms of attractiveness, oh, that and Russ Lynch, we agree. He reminds me uh, of on Gilmore Girls. He reminds me of Jess, but like more I, fucked up. Like he's that kind of bad boy character, which oh, I okay. I really enjoy. Yeah. I do love me some Jess. Eric, who's yeah. your least fave? <laughs> least fave, honestly, my least fave is the. A- of the show is going to be Howard because Howard is the inter- he's the owner of the restaurant who interviewed Tess and gave her the job and he's my least favorite because he one is just like incredibly rude to her and also two he literally gives a job to this girl and she has zero experience zero experience <laughs> and it's like you are dumb <laughs> she's like I don't know anything about wine I don't know anything about service and he's like I'll give you the job um, fave lines. <laughs> um, I have a, I have a favorite line. What is it? Um. Okay, so in the interview, <laughs> Tess is with, is with Howard, 
And Howard just like, do you know anything about wine? She's like, no. And he's like, so why'd you move to New York? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> and then he's like, are you reading anything? And she's like, is that a normal question? And he's like, well, you don't know anything about service or wine. And it says that you majored in English. So I want something to talk to you about. <laughs> and Tess just goes, I'm not reading anything at the moment. <laughs> and I just, I love that because that's me right now. Even though I'm, tr- I'm trying to read Pride and Prejudice, that is me right now <laughs> i'm not reading anything at the That's moment beautiful. tess's line delivery is she's crazy. kind of bad at acting in this can we say claire, that you made a point during the while we were watching claire made a point where she was like <laughs> tess delivers lines in the way she's like i'm gonna say this line <laughs> yeah. yeah the way she was acting i was like i don't think the writing is bad i i really don't i think it's yeah. really the way she's delivering this it's kind of crazy she's like let so me said, act yeah. Capital A. It felt like someone doing like a, a monologue in a UIL play at times. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! god. Yeah. That comparison is so good. You know what I mean? Like, like very like I'm just a girl. She's like, trying to vibe for best actress. Her monologue yeah. to Howard, like when she's like walking out of the restaurant after the interview, is very UIL. Like I'm just like. Mm, okay, that's my I favorite don't know moment. What it is. That's my favorite line, and I'm gonna okay, repeat go it to everyone. <laughs> She's walking out of the interview with Howard, and Howard's basically like not gonna give her the job. But she just goes, Howard, maybe it's the flowers, or maybe it's the pink chairs, or your nails. I don't know. It's just that I've been to a bunch of places today, and this one is different. So thank you. <laughs> See, it's like that's a normal line. Like you just say, like maybe it's the flowers, or I don't know, you know. But this one was different. So thanks. And yeah. she's like. Let me perform this monologue. Yeah. There's such a clear transition from she was acting normally, and then you clearly notice the moment where she's like, okay, I'm about to monologue. Yeah. Yeah. When Eric said it, or Claire said it best during the, during, when we were watching, she was like, not only she was like, okay, I'm about to say this line. She's like, I'm about to say this line, and it's going to change the way you think. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> going to change the way you think. It's true. It's true. Like, when she's talking to Sasha, and she's like, it's like, Sasha told her that her his dad died, but he's like, yeah, it sucks. I'm upset. Like, literally was crying in the restaurant earlier. And then she's like, isn't it nice when they're gone a little bit? Like, you have somewhere to put the hurt. And it's like, okay, what? It's like, yeah, I'm like, where did that come from? Like, I'm like, you don't even know what happened. To him. Like, but she's like, I have a dead parent, too. You'll just have to find out. That yeah. was a crazy moment. <laughs> that was so crazy. And then she just looks over at Simone lighting the 500th candle. Yeah. Oh my god. To save her life. Favorite <laughs> moment is also Simone just lighting tea lights for approximately thirty minutes. Like there's, it should have taken her ten seconds. Yeah, there's approximately thirty tea lights, and it literally takes her like the whole entire scene. And I'm like, what's yeah, going on? they like show her. They show her lighting them, and then it cuts away to Tess having a conversation with Sasha, and they have a good conversation, <laughs> conversation. for a while, and like they come back. To, they cut back to Simone, and she's lit like three. <laughs> she's like. <laughs> slowly lighting i'm literally like is she discovering fire like what's going on (laughs) she's clearly not good at her job like everyone thinks she is it's like simone created this job um so funny my fave line is just when homegirl is trying to sell her car and then like the guy she's selling her car to the his girlfriend just goes okay fuck this i'm hungry (laughs) yeah she deserves an emmy and she starts to, like, walk away. Mm. <laughs> like, that's so great. If we're nominating Emily in Paris for Golden Globes, then I think this random girl on Sweet Paris oh, you know should be what? nominated for an Emmy. You know what? That's my low. Fuck the cold weather. The Golden Globes is my low. And I understand yeah. that the Hollywood Foreign mm. Press is bribed and I shouldn't give a shit about it. And I understand, like, I don't, re- I don't hold go- Golden Globes to a high standard. However, I just think that it's bullshit that, like... Yeah those shows get recognition when some shows that work so hard for seasons on seasons will get absolutely no recognition is so stupid and i don't care that it's a corruption system and like to not give power to just be to not pay attention to it i just i think it's really really fucked up (laughs) but it's like you know the super bowl just happened for all you sports heads out there and (laughs) the sports heads are gonna listen to this sweet better (laughs) (laughs) yeah for all the sports heads listening all the Buccaneer fans. Um, for me, and I think as 
as well for Kirtana and even maybe perhaps even Eric. Um, <laughs> what are you about to say? <laughs> awards, like award ceremonies are like my Super Bowl. Like the Oscars, yeah. the Golden Globes, the Emmys, the Tonys. Like I don't care what it is. Like I'll watch it and treat it like it's like a championship sports game. So when yeah. you get the nominations and you're just like, what? Like, I'm sorry, but in no world did Emily in Paris deserve a nomination. In no world no. did Lily Collins deserve a nomination. No. Like. There was no groundbreaking work being done there. It was all just like the a noms joke. just don't make sense. Like yeah. they just don't for TV, especially, and then even for film because it's like I'm sorry, <sighs> Hamilton didn't need to be nom. Hamilton did not need to be nom. No, that's also, crazy. Thea's film got nominated, and she got that's so wild. much flack from the autism community, and it's crazy <gasps> that it was nominated. Wait, oh, what yeah. happened? Be, she cast Thea casted Maddie Ziegler as in um autistic. She casted her as a character with autism, uh-huh. and she got so much slack from the autism community because they were like, "I mean, yeah, you could have cast an act." There are so many actors with autism that yeah. need work. Oh yeah, I mean, you know how we did. Please like me. Yeah. yeah. Well, his new show, I think it's called Everything's Gonna Be Okay. Mm-hmm. It's about his like stepsisters when has autism and he casts an autistic actress and she's like phenomenal. Like yeah. and he I read an interview with him, he was like, I don't understand like why anyone would anyone would not cast an autistic actor in a in an autistic role because like she's the only one who can like understand that experience and right. like yeah. portray it. And and she's really good. Like I actually really love that show. Yeah, that's really stupid. What the heck, Sia? Yeah, the comedy. Especially because it's like Maddie yeah. Ziegler of all people does not need this opportunity. No, <laughs> no. Like, girl, we Sia, we know you love Maddie Ziegler. You've loved her since like we know. the girl came out Gosh. the womb. Like, yeah. and she also handled it so poorly. She was like, Ugh. she was like, I did my research. I know what I'm doing. And I was like, girl, Maddie said that. <laughs> no, Sia said this. Oh my god, I was. And like... Sia also deleted her Twitter. Sia. Because she was getting so much like oh co- I didn't even like, know she made a movie like what is Sia yeah, doing what? making movies exactly. <laughs> exactly speaking sorry not to derail just really quickly Eric I told Claire this but I wanted to tell you too my favorite thing that I've discovered in my Swifty journey is um <laughs> I was like looking up this article about uh, Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn. And the funniest thing to me was that they, they like, named Joe Alwyn. They're like, Joe Alwyn, the boy-erased actor, is, like, Taylor Swift's <laughs> new boyfriend. And then, Eric, they continue in this article to call him the boy-erased actor instead of saying Joe Alwyn again or just Alwyn. They just, like, kept typing that. And I was like, <laughs> just give the boy the name. Like, That's so funny. Like, also, it's funny because he plays a, the most villainous villain in that movie. <laughs> Claire also yeah. said that every time she mentions Joe Alwyn, you're like, he's the bad one. <laughs> he literally, he always plays the bad guy. What does that say? I don't know. I'm the bad guy. Duh. 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 No, 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 no. Doesn't that sound like Scooby Doo? <laughs> <laughs> It kind of start the song start the episode with that with bad guy by billy eilish <laughs> bad guy. No context. Um, speaking of people playing characters who are we <laughs> my favorite thing about kirtana is that she knows how to run a podcast and she knows how to make a segue that is my that is my high of the she week is kirtana doing that <laughs> it'll be like literally like <laughs> I'll be like, speaking of speaking of uh, food on a plate, <laughs> food's our MVP. <laughs> oh wow! And Keith and I, I just want to say just, thank you. <laughs> I think the secret is just not caring if it actually makes sense, but just getting it out there. <laughs> There've been so many moments where you've said one thing, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But I haven't said anything. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it doesn't make sense, but it gets us where we need to be. So, True. who are we? <laughs> Eric, who's Claire? <laughs> <laughs> we know. Claire Hardwick is Simone. <laughs> thank you. She's literally Simone. Thank you, thank and you, I know, thank you. I knew exactly in the moment when Simone was delivering her monologue about wine at Family Meal, I said out loud to Kirsten and Claire, I was like, I know who Claire is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that's also literally like Claire on this pod sometimes. Like when we're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're like, Claire, what was your high of the week? And she's like, I think it's my turn. And she's like, yeah. Look, I can't help that I'm just 
a crazy wild free spirit that that specifically is <laughs> why we think you're simone <laughs> i'm a crazy wild girl okay guys i am going off the rails okay? <laughs> it's like you literally are. 8 p.m we're clear. <laughs> I, know. I feel like i'm going crazy um, Claire, let's let's name Eric. You know, because it's <laughs> now this is gonna be really hard for me. This is gonna be so hard. <laughs> I'm joking, guys. It's called comedy. So Eric <laughs> is hands Eric. down, a hundred percent, no doubt in my mind, no question. You could you could pull a gun to my head and I would say this answer. Please don't do that. <laughs> um, Eric is Tess, aka the For main sure. character, aka un- unnamed as of right now in the show. I feel like this specifically this episode, this is our most main character main character of any TV yeah. show we've watched. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's no on there's like I mean there is an ensemble in this show, but they're very background right now. Yeah. This is- the like the most main character vibes and eric yeah. fits this one to a t <laughs> literally before we started recording eric was like i think my plan is i'm gonna make a list of every bookstore in new york and i'm gonna go and i'm just gonna start handing out my resumes cut to we're watching sweet bitter <laughs> five minutes in this girl has her resume and she mm-hmm. goes to every restaurant and she starts handing it out <laughs> She's doing doing thing. <laughs> and we were like eric <laughs> you made this claire- one too easy <laughs> claire also made a point your point in like she's when she calls her dad on the phone <laughs> you made a point where she was like she's talked to no one the first 10 minutes of this episode yeah, she's yeah. just been like talking out loud to herself <laughs> she's with, like, like no scene partner next thing i knew i was driving <laughs> like oh also, eric's like that was me but on the plane <laughs> literally she's like there she's in the interview with howard and howard's like so what brought you to new york and she's like <laughs> i don't know it was a calling. And I out loud go, she's like you. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's just a calling, isn't it? New York. <laughs> I was so mad about that. And you're like, I mean, it is, but also. As literally, like, for context, guys, like, I'm moving to California in a couple months. Claire's in California right now. And we've mm-hmm. been like, Eric. And he's like, but I have to go to New York. <laughs> but I have to. Honest, honestly, though, can, can we drag me more for that? <laughs> Please. Literally all of Eric's best friends not in New York, Eric. It's my But I have to. It's like (laughs) shut up. (laughs) We love Eric. We're very excited that he's there. Like we want him to have fun and have a good time. We'll see what he does, you know. I do think (laughs) it's really funny that we watch this the week you moved to New York because it is very like she's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just knew I needed to. Isn't the first line like yeah, I felt like if I wasn't gonna, if I didn't leave soon, I was going to drown or something. It's like, like I would blink in ten years. Oh, past. ten years ago, by and I bust out laughing because I thought that was so funny. Yeah, so funny. Who's Kate and all? Who am I? I'm gonna go with. I have two answers. <laughs> okay, I think Kirithna's a combination between Hear Me Out, Sasha, <laughs> and Howard. Oh, tea. <laughs> I thought you were, I figured you were going to say Howard for some reason. Because I feel like you have the fun spunk of Sasha mixed with the professionalism of Howard. Mm. Interesting. What were That's you Because I was getting very irritated with her lack of professionalism. Yeah. <laughs> she like shows up and she's like, hey, um, where do I get dressed? And it's like, girl, like you're at work. Yeah, you need to know like, this shit. I was literally like, what is she doing? <laughs> I, like, I do feel like the show definitely captures the feeling of like starting a new job at a restaurant and like literally no one telling you where you need to be or what you should be doing. Literally. <laughs> and you're just supposed to like, no. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what were you going to say, Eric, for Kuthana? I was going to say she's a, she was a combination of Sasha and Miss Neely for me. <gasps> Miss Neely? Miss <laughs> Neely? What? <laughs> the like she, dementia think- woman? The smart thing that I think this show did was that, like, I the moment when, so the, the main character, Tash, she delivers a bottle of sherry to this table, um, and she has to give sherry to this woman, Miss Neely, and at, up until this point, like, she has been, been treated like shit from all the other co-workers, and Miss Neely, like, has a moment where she's like, sit down, have lunch with me, and it's, like, such a sweet, kind, and genuine moment, and I feel as though... From the moments we get of Miss Neely where she's really kind and genuine, I feel like that's Kirithana. 
Aww. Yeah. Thank you. Before she's like, where's my soup? Where's my soup? And it's right in front of her. Simone, <laughs> this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a perfect impression. <laughs> and then Howard comes in and he's like, tell, tell Chef to refire. Tell him to bring it to two and never sit in my restaurant again. And I was like, yeah. holy shit. Really he says, tell, That's him why you're not tell him I know Howard. it's in between. It's in between... Um, meals tell him it's for neely and never sit in my restaurant again and it's like okay yeah. <laughs> go on and she's like she told me to sit what was I I supposed to do? yeah also i think you're sasha because <laughs> i'm gonna say this <laughs> it sounds silly i feel like you're sasha because i feel as though if someone saw you like sobbing your eyes out you would take any opportunity you could to like help them out in some way Aww, so like yeah. Sa- like Sasha was like sobbing and then Tess <laughs> cuts herself by biting her nails quirky and Sasha's like let me fix that for you mm. I really thought yeah. you were going to end that too yeah I, I think more Sasha overall yeah I, I, and also I, the I, character I, that Sasha becomes I definitely see you more as Sasha oh I think this is the first time that I've ever like because it's so crazy because last week on Dairy Girls Eric named his MVP which was Michelle then we named him as Michelle. I said my MVP was Sasha, and now I'm Aww. Sasha. Aww. I really like and Sasha. And I said my I MVP was, was Becky, and no one knew. <laughs> 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 so, and Claire, it will stay that way. <laughs> so, what's that about, guys? <laughs> oh my god. Prediction for this show? I don't yeah. even... Okay, Um. so... Are we going... Wait, are we going oh, based also... off of, like randomness of this show it takes place in 2006 <laughs> oh <laughs> oh yeah you love to comment on the time period for which things take place Kirsten. okay I but don't yeah. get it well that's the whole thing because she doesn't have a cell phone she's like at the payphone and then she goes to that computer lab yeah. or like it's like a coffee shop and they have the old she's a mac quest <laughs> or yeah she has a mac quest printed out and they're like I think it's just because I read, well, so I've watched some interviews with Stephanie Dandler, like, like, talking about the book, and she said that she really wanted to write something, actually, I thought it was really interesting, because she, I think, was in New York during that time, which is the main part, but she also was like, I wanted all of my characters' conflicts to not be easily, like, solvable by, like, pulling out your phone or, like, texting your friend, because, like, Mm. especially in the book, there's a lot of things where it's like, I don't know where this character is, and, like, I have to go search New York for them, you know? And so, like, yeah, I think she wanted to, to make it harder for her characters to, like, solve seemingly, like, simple things. But it yeah. is, it's so random when you don't have that context to just have it be set in 2006. You're like... Well, like I said, I also just think it's funny when things are, like, set just a little bit in the past like not so far in the past mm. that they're like considered a period piece or like especially also when they're not centered around a big event like if something's in 2001 it's like i know why it's in 2001 or like right if it's right. in like the i don't like the 80s or something it's like i i understand that they're like playing off something else but it's like with this and then even and especially with a teacher because that one was quite literally set five years like ago <laughs> so it's yeah. like what is going on there but with both more the teacher like, and... More like eight years ago. I guess, yeah, seven, eight years ago. But um, for this and a teacher, it makes sense that the original things that they were... That they're coming from are set in that date. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just, like, funny to me when it's just so close, yet... Like, you clearly have to take the time for your props people to, like, make sure that, like... It's the old MacBooks. It's like a car that hasn't been invented yeah. yet. And like yeah. they had to use Snapchat, like the Snapchat format from 2013. And like, yeah. it's just like silly to me because you have to take these like extra steps just for a couple of years. Of- <laughs> it <laughs> is crazy though. Like, because I'm like, oh, 2006, like that was two years ago. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, that was literally like 15 years ago. 15 years ago. Yeah. That's crazy, guys. Anyway, like the, um, the 2000s are like their own pe- time period now, you know? Yeah. Um, so sorry, prediction is what we were on. Um, mm. So here's what my thing is. We all know what happened in 2005. In 2005, Gossip Girl premiered. 
Why do you keep like, saying that? What is that? You literally keep saying that, and every time I'm like, what happened in We all know what happened in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> and one day y'all will get it, okay? <laughs> you somehow did that with Bridgerton, and you were like, they, yeah. she time travels to Gossip Girl or something. Um, I said they time travel to the OC, but now oh, sorry, we're sorry, doing... Sorry. So, 2005, Gossip Girl premieres. So we're in New York is what I'm hearing. And we're in New York there. (laughs) Famously, everybody in Gossip Girl would, of course, be attending dinner at the best restaurant in New York. So I think that (laughs) the, the, the mains in Gossip Girl, they come. They come to dinner. And... Little Miss Tess has passed her trials. She's thriving. She's a waitress. And Simone is there too. And Simone comes and she serves Blair. And Blair's like, you think you're hot. You're not. And just completely reads her. And And then Tess comes and Blair's like, you're cool. Here's a headband. And then Howard's like, that is my niece, Blair Waldorf. And she doesn't like anybody. You own the restaurant now. And <laughs> okay, wild. And then Tess celebrates by fucking what's his name, Jake, in the freezer. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> okay, that was beautiful. That's so funny. And it's ultimately that ultimately changed my prediction now. Now wow, I have a prediction. Wow! 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 <laughs> Eric. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> much like Kirsten have mentioned Gossip Girl and now I'm really running with it. So the gang the gang goes to the gang as in the Gossip Girl gang. They go to this restaurant <laughs> <laughs> and Tess is serving them. And the whole time <laughs> Tess is serving them, Serena's sort of watching her and she's like, huh, interesting. And then after the meal, after Tess drops off the check, Serena pulls her aside and she's like, you know, I really love the way you yearn and I think I'm in love with you. So Tess and Serena bond over how they yearn a lot and they become lesbian lovers. And then Serena, like quirky Serena, decides to get a job at the restaurant. No. Serena works there with Tess and then (laughs) Howard dies and passes it on to Serena and Tess Mm. and they own the restaurant. And the rest is history. The gay lovers. <laughs> okay, so my <laughs> prediction is that what year is this? Two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, Gossip Girl, remember, premiered a year. <laughs> remember, two thousand five. <laughs> so we all know what happened in twenty thirteen. No. So a teacher premiered eric (laughs) right 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 right. so tess is working at the restaurant she works her way up she gets in good with simone she's sometimes having some fun with jake sometimes not and (laughs) she's really just like having so much fun but one day at service she notices a boy come in with his parents (laughs) that boy nick robinson (laughs) seven years before the plot of a teacher, of a teacher. so when he's a child yeah she she serves like an actual dinner. boy yeah she serves them dinner she thinks wow what a beautiful american family but she notices the mom and the dad aren't getting along uh-oh mm-hmm. feels like tess's own background she brings them a cake on the house and she says enjoy this my guests <laughs> Where are you going with this? I need you to <laughs> keep going. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> they do enjoy it. But as she walks away, she hears something. Something she'll never forget. Nick Robinson, or whatever his character's name is. Eric? Tells his mom. Eric. Eric. <laughs> tells his mom. Mom, I think in seven years, I'm going to be in love with my teacher. His mom says, you need to stop watching those cartoons. His dad says, I'm leaving you. I can't do this anymore. I'm leaving. (laughs) And Eric says, fine. I guess I'll just repress this memory so that when it happens, I won't remember any of this. 
And Tess says, here's a check. Please tip. The end. <laughs> Please Beautiful. Tip. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Beautiful. everybody. I work so Beautiful hard love. on that. Okay, guys. You know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's time to rank. Big time in the house. Big reputation. Big, big reputation. reputation. Oh, you and me, we got a big reputation. No. Oh, and I heard about you. Um, anyway, where should we put this show? I think I think between Grey's Anatomy and Sabrina. Surprisingly, so Sabrina. Surprisingly, yeah. Eric. That is exactly where I was going to put it. And that's also where Kirsten had put her little cursor. <laughs> yeah, because that's where I was going to put it. <laughs> that was so easy. So... <laughs> Listeners, it's unanimous. Because the thing is, is like, look, is this my favorite show of all time? Is it? Yes. <laughs> You're like, like absolutely, absolutely yes Claire <laughs> you would like, not absolutely it's been a whole running bit on the podcast <laughs> no. you've every no, week I, the thing the is, is like, I really, all time though <laughs> I really want both of you guys to watch this because the thing about Sweet Bitter that is so fun is that it's like it's the show you love to hate but you also hate to love to like Twilight you know it's like yeah it's just like <laughs> it fills a love to hate but you hate to love <laughs> It like fills a void when you just want something that's like addictive and you want like a fun, sexy story. Like, I feel like Sweet Bitter is the show for you. But like watching this pilot, I'm like, mm, yeah, this is like not the best piece of television I've seen. And it's seen. about yeah. the pilots. It's about the pilots. It's about the pilots. And it's yeah, about I the just. Pilots, love. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. A lot of the other shows we watched are better. I'm going to justify the ranking really quick for anybody who like wants what the basis is. I feel like for our ranking is I think that since it is so aware and it's dramatic as hell, like it is enjoyable to watch. It's palatable, which is why I don't think it deserves to be like the bottom of the ranking. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the acting obviously is like a little bit yeah, psycho. So that's why we're definitely putting it below Grey's Anatomy because I think what Grey's Anatomy lacks in, um, Certain elements, the acting is something that we never argue was poor in that show. Mm. Um, whereas the same can't be said for Sweet Bitter. So, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah. It's interesting because I feel like looking at this ranking now, like I would rank Dash and Lily where Sweet Bitter is. I would rank Dash and Lily above Sabrina and Sweet Bitter. Mm. We can change the ranking if you would like. But Claire doesn't like Dash and Lily. Yeah, I was like, I absolutely disagree. But I'd love to hear your argument. For the pilot? I just think Dash and Lily was so much more watchable than Sabrina. So at least Dash and Lily above Sabrina. More that watchable I feel than like Sabrina? Sabrina's kind of like chaotic. That's a bad, Claire, that is a bad pilot. It's a bad pilot. Like, I cannot get over I remember I was so excited <laughs> for the, that so, for us oh, to watch right. that pilot yeah, we watched it and it was so bad i was so excited for us to watch that pilot and then i was like this is truly one of the worst pilots it's so yeah. long unnecessarily long it's very okay long. i would allow dash and lily above sabrina okay lit. okay <laughs> um, i feel like the we haven't talked about dash and lily in so long so anyone listening to this episode will not care no i talked They're about like, dash and lily i said dash and lily like a couple episodes ago i was like oh i would kind of rate dash and lily higher and Claire was like, absolutely let me, not. <laughs> let I me watch like, the show and then I'll get back to y'all. But we can I move need, it up above Chilling Adventures. I need okay. your opinions on Dash and Lily, Claire. Yes, no, I know. I said it. I was going to watch it and then I just didn't. Also, I need to finish a teacher. I'm like... I need to finish that one too. I have like two episodes left. But I also so need to finish the OC. So I look. think that um, speaking of a teacher, it is our most listened to ep. So I think that we should do like a revisit of that show like we should finish yeah once we've all seen it yeah we should Ooh, that'd be fun so anyway i'm gonna read the ranking if that's okay with y'all yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) one two one (laughs) at one two four four, we have a teacher um at 13 we have the chilling adventures of sabrina at 12 we have dash and lily 11 our new number 11 sweet bitter 10, Grey's Anatomy, 9, Bridgerton, 8, New Girl, 7, Euphoria, 6, The O.C., 5, Please Like Me, 4, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, 3, Gossip Girl, 2, Dairy Girls, and our number one show of all time, well, pilot of all time, 
and show, honestly. Pen 15. Penis. Penis. So now, um, since we have talked your ear off for X amount of time, um, <laughs> it is time to make good on our promise. Maraz, here's your acrostic Ooh. poem. Yeah. So, is it? Are we doing Maraz or student at UT? <laughs> Maraz, because for Kat and uh, Rowan, we did their real names. Oh, right, um, right. So, M, magnificent. E, Eric. <laughs> H, Hardwick. <laughs> A, no. R. F me. R, Queen. Um, I, I was just so distracted by the Hardwick. Uh, R, Radiant. A, uh, uh, Amazing. <laughs> Z, Zany. I knew you were going to say Zany. Woo! What's the whole thing? Magnificent, Eric, Hardwick, Radiant, Amazing, Zany. (laughs) Eric, you should take my last name. Okay, I married Claire Hardwick. Hardwick. I married Claire. (laughs) Claire's dream come true. Literally, (laughs) though. Take my last name. (laughs) Um, Thanks so much for listening, guys. This is our episode for Sweet Bitter on Stars slash Amazon Prime with Stars slash Slash Blue with Stars. It's not on (laughs) HBO. I Once watch again. it on HBO. Oh, it go is off, not go on off. HBO anymore. Oh. oh, no, I watch it on Amazon. Okay, well, that's great. So- <laughs> Once again, please, please, if you like this content, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love you. We will leave you an acrostic poem like we just did. Yes. Um, we uh, adore. We love you. Uh, we Shador adore you. Dior. Shador Dior. Shador Dior. <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. Shador Dior, not sponsored. <laughs> we love all of our listeners so much. Um, and We do have favorites, I... though. Sorry. Sorry, guys. We, we, do, do, have we do have favorites. We do have favorites. Stay tuned for new for new episodes, but leave us your, like, also suggestions of any shows you want to see. Yeah. We obviously have a running list, but we are so welcome DM to any your suggestions. Favorites. Um, especially if you have a show that we've never heard of. Like, we love watching new things, so let us yeah. know what you want to hear. And let us know if you want us to review Bizarre Bark. Like, let us know. Please. <laughs> Bizarre Bark? It's it might, iCarly? It might be coming. iCarly? Um, now on Netflix? Austin and Allie. Uh, we can even do Teen Beach Movie, the movie. Which is a Waverly uh, Place. Oh, Waverly. my God. Which is a Waverly Place. Um, but anyway, you know how you can give us your suggestions? Follow us on Twitter at hold interest or at, or our Instagram at hold underscore my underscore interest. Um, the links to follow us should be in our bio of the episode if you need it again. And yeah, that was our show. I'm Kirthana. I am Eric. And I'm Claire. And that was hold my interest. You know you love us. We love you, XOXO. Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Where is she? (laughs) Serena. (laughs) (laughs) 